Oh, so Garrett, when we were watching the Atmon episode, uh, I had this great idea because you know how, um, uh, Mary Perrymon is, um, doing reviews of places that have a lot of food. Yes. Yeah. So I was thinking that as a side job, what I should do is describe food that's not food. What? Yeah. So like I would eat soap and then I would like write a blog about what that tasted like. And then I could like uh, eat part of a shirt. Don't you think that would be cool? People would be really into that. Um, I mean, probably there, there's everyone's into something or something has someone that's into it. So that's probably fine. Awesome. I do have the question of of how you, how how the money part comes out of that. Uh Well, I'll have to think about that. All right, maybe we should just record this episode. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Going Digital, colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I am Kit Kat. And this week, it's episode 30. 30's a milestone, right? That could be a Dirty milestone. 30. It's a milestone now. Indeed. And uh, we watched some episodes of Digimon, of the, of the episode 30 uh, variety. Indeed. The, um... O2 episode was called uh, Ultimate Antihero. The Dark Ultimate. Dark War Greymon. I mean, Black, Black War, War Greymon. Whatever. We don't have to be accurate here. Um. <laughs> while true, that doesn't mean we shouldn't try to be. Okay. Well, it's my fault then. My apologies. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, in this episode... Um, oh yeah, well, do you want to tell me about this episode? I mean, I guess so. I mean, um, it's either this one or the Atmon one. Yeah, you can have the Atmon one. I... Oh, gee, thanks. You're welcome, Garrett. What a kind friend I am. Um, okay, so... I can't convey rolling my eyes in audio format. <laughs> so I just have to state that I did it. Well, I believe you. <laughs> um, okay, so I think the basics of this episode are that uh, Ken and Cody are having a lover's spat, and so Ken leaves. Um, and then um, Arakunamon, Arakinamon, Arakinamon, whatever, uh, the spider witch, um, she takes a long bath and has an idea and decides to use a hundred control spires to make one creature. And the creature she makes is black or Greymon, who is in fact kicking their butts. So then Yoli has to go convince Ken to come back because he's being dramatic. And then, um, they come back with the, the, uh, pale Dramon still can't defeat this thing. So she's a spider, which is super excited about this. And then, um, black or Greymon goes like, nah, I'm cool and flies away. Yeah. That all sounds right. You can really left out the part where, where Miyako slaps Ken, which is maybe the best part of the episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. She does. And then he gets like this face that makes me worry, uh, that, well, not worry, but I guess it looks like maybe he's finding something he's interested in. Don't they get together eventually? Yeah. They get together. Yeah, it feels like that's probably a part of their relationship. You know, I don't want to entertain that thought. <laughs> so I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, I mean, a little bit of domestic abuse. She didn't have to hit him that hard. I mean, he needed to come back to do the thing so they all wouldn't die. I mean, again, like dying. It, they The Digimon would turn into eggs. And what then about the what kids? actually happened? Well, we don't know because they've never actually been attacked, right? Nobody's ever died for reals. Um, yeah, that that checks out. 
I mean, when they came to the real world, did people die or did they just smash a lot of shit up? Um, I think they, well, Wizardmind died. Okay, but he's not human. Yes, but he's also, dead. how come he didn't come back as an egg? Was you don't this turn like back the... into an egg when you're in the real world. <gasps> if you die in the real world, you die in real life? Yup. Mm, interesting. Okay. But anyway, I don't feel like the stakes are all that high, personally. Okay. I mean, it could be a big deal, though. I suppose. I mean, I understand that the kids aren't thinking about it like that. To them, it's like, oh, shit, we might really die. Yeah. Like, dude basically sets off a giant explosion. Yeah. And torches everyone. It's just sad. Um, also, Blackwar Greymon is made from these towers, and he appears to be sentient, which would imply that the other fake, quote-unquote, Digimon that the Matrix Switch made were also sentient. So they are indeed killing creatures that do not come back as eggs. Um, yep. So, really, that's the depressing part. Everybody else is going to come back, but these ones, they're getting, like, real murdered. Okay, well, we still didn't clarify if the kids would come back or not. And previous to that, the other ones didn't seem able to be sentient. I mean, they talked, kind of. They said their attack names. I thought one of them said something else, too. No, I don't think so. Hmm. Well, when they come to me in my dreams, they're talking. Well, I don't think that counts. <laughs> oh, darn. Um, yes. But, oh, the beginning of this episode is the Matrix, which bathing on the in a bathtub on the edge of a cliff in her full regalia. So, like, she didn't take her clothes off to bathe, which is kind of weird. Although I understand because... Mummy Mun's kind of a creeper, and he's around all the time. Yeah, I don't... I think it was just for the aesthetic. I think Arokenimon is super into the aesthetic. <laughs> that is my theory. Okay, I can see that. Um, Let's see. Their relationship's kind of fucked up. Mummy Mun and Arokenimon. Yeah. I mean, he keeps trying to touch her. She's mad all the time. And then sometimes she lets him touch her. And then when she flings him off the cliff, he says something about, uh, every time she hurts me, instead of feeling pain, I feel love. That's probably not psychologically healthy. Probably not. I mean, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, and the other, there are like three relationships in this, uh, particular episode. There's, uh, Arakinamon and Mummymon, which, uh, and then there's, um, Cody and Ken, which also, they need to get their shit together. And then there's TK and Kari, who just want to be by themselves. Something's definitely going on there. I mean, yeah, I think we established that. Yeah, because like for a while, for a while, I, but it's like getting more serious because now they're like straight up fine with telling everybody else to just wait while they go do something together. Yeah, the well, they were going to get drinks, quote unquote. Yeah, get which like drinks. Don't buy things from vending machines in the digital world. Like I feel like that never worked out except this one time. Yeah. I don't think they're thinking too hard about what their excuse is. That's also probably true. <laughs> uh, it's interesting to me that um, Gadamon and Patamon are, like, totally fine with it. It's not weird for them to, like, watch their friends make out. Uh, uh I don't know. It would be really funny if instead of that happening, they were actually, like, planning a birthday party for Davis or something. And they were still very platonic. But they wouldn't do that. They're not nice. <laughs> no. Yeah. These kids are kind of awful. A lot of them. Pretty much. And then um, Matrix Witch gets her big idea. Um, 
And apparently Mummy Mon is really turned on by the idea of her being bald, which is okay, but interesting. I don't I don't think that's it. I think he's upset about it. Oh, he loves her for her beautiful hair. Yeah. Interesting. I read it as him being like, oh, and then you'd be bald. And she was like, shut the F up. No, I read it as then he, she would be bald and he wouldn't be into that. Well, I mean, that's a little sexist and stuff, especially considering I don't think he has any hair. Right. But, like, he, he's bad, so, like, that checks out for his character. He kind of looks like uh, the tall, skinny alien from Lilo and Stitch. I haven't seen that movie in years, so I cannot remember. Except I think that alien only has one eye. Yes. But it just has a similar kind of weedy shape to him. I will take your word for it, because I don't remember. Um, okay. But, um, yeah. And then there's a point where she puts her hair in her mouth, and I think you're totally right about her caring about the aesthetics. Because she has the hair in her mouth, which I guess looks cool. And then she starts talking, and I'm like, take the hair out of your mouth, talk, and then you can put the hair in your mouth, if that's what you so desire. But as someone who has has had really long hair, it gets in your face, in your mouth, and it's not... Fun. Like, just take it out and talk, and then you can put it back in. It, it's got to look dramatic, though. Ugh. I I am not a dramatic person. I find that to be so annoying. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't have that situation too often, so I can't really say. Hair in your mouth, you mean? Yeah. No, so your hair gets longer, you, you might have it. No, it just it just gets curly, so it never that never happens. I mean, eventually it, you get it long enough that it will be long. Also, super jelly of your adorable curls. I mean, I I don't think it's those things you said, but sure. It is. It is. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then when she creates um black or gray bun, he first kind of appears as like a shadow sort of thing and he looks like the devil from Fantasia when he's sitting at the top of the hill I also haven't seen Fantasia in like a forever oh my goodness ah okay well he looks like a devil thing sitting at the top and I didn't know what it was actually I thought it was going to be um one of the like old villains. The no, we just get this guy instead. Yeah, and then Blackwater Greymon is just kind of like a punk. He just does what he wants. Kind of, yeah. That that's kind of his thing. Which is interesting. And I wonder if. It, so presumably she needed a hundred hairs because he needed to be really strong. Yeah, I think the pro- the thought process was like, one tower they defeated easily, a dozen towers they defeated barely, a hundred towers and I win. Yeah, well, I just, I mean, like, um, I don't know if she wouldn't have been able to summon a War Greybon with a single tower. Are they, like, power ranked? Or, like, could she have done a hundred towers and then they were actually like um a gekamon or something but it would be super duper powerful um i don't know or a numamon that'd be hilarious like a Man. super overpowered <laughs> numamon so like platinum numamon yeah exactly that would be hilarious That would be something. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I guess it is a thing because, like, Platinum Numenon's a thing. Yes. So that she could have done that. Although, I feel like that doesn't fit into her aesthetic, so. Do you watch uh, ContraPoints on YouTube? Uh, yes. She put out that one a while ago that was called Statics. 
Oh, yes, I do remember that one. Just came to mind. Because uh, she makes Tabby wear high heels, and I felt for her. I hate high heels. So I'm guessing that the Matrix Witch is probably going to be really mad if, like, where Greymon paints himself pinks and purples. Uh, possibly? And then he, like, smiles a lot, and he's just really chill. She'd be super mad about it. She'd be like, I didn't raise you to be a hippie. Um, okay. Ah, I think it would be funny. Maybe I'm just tired. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know where this episode is. I mean, there's not too much to talk about. There's the part where uh, Yoli and Davis decide to try to very obviously get Ken and Cody to work together, and then they're mad about it, and then Ken leaves. Because he's sensitive. Right. Or or something, I guess. I mean, he he really just wants them to tell him that they care about him. And until such a time, he's just going to keep disappearing. Maybe. I don't. Who knows? I don't know. It's kind of codependent. Um, or he wishes he had a codependent relationship. And then, I mean, what else even happens in this episode? Not a whole lot, really. Yeah. it's There's not a lot to talk about, which is sad, because there's nothing to talk about in Atline. Oh, no, not at all. Um, How much longer until one of the other pairs Joe-gresses? Because I'm assuming that's how they're going to get out of this, is either one or both of the others... (laughs) <laughs> you think that they're going to get out of this. Okay, well, spoilers, they all die because Black War Greymon kicks their butts. Um, But, I mean, if you watch the, the episode preview, you would know next episode, the next one happens. I don't watch the previews. I feel like it's cheating. I mean, what they put it in there to be watched. I guess that's true. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. This wasn't. This episode was an episode, I guess. I thought I had more to say about it <laughs> because it was it. It's definitely more things happen than in the Atmon episode, like a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I already brought up how Miyako slapped Ken, and then you had to ruin it by it. it by then extrapolating that that's now a thing Ken's into. Um, so that's ruined forever. Uh, we didn't talk about how Wormmon and Armadillomon are best of buds. Well, I don't know if they're best buds or if they just work together well. Um, either or. They seem like they're pretty buddy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they have similar personalities, I think. Maybe? I think Armadillomon's just too chill that just... <laughs> he's just like, whatever. Life. Yeah. Um, We can talk about how Miyako's the only one who can apparently sense, like, emotional conflict anywhere. Yeah, what the hell happened? It's like, all of a sudden, she's grown up a little bit. Right? Like, I... <coughs> Are you okay? No, I'm just coughing and choking and dying. Oh, stop that. Uh, no. Oh, wait. Where was my point with this? But yeah, no, like, I wasn't here for a week. I come back, and Biako's, like, a more developed character somehow. I mean, that's totally what happened. Not that it it was finally convenient for them to, uh, make her a real person. I mean... No one else is a real person. True. Except maybe Ken, but his real person is just being, like, super... uh, Slapped around and enjoying it? No. Why'd you have to go back to that? (laughs) Um, Traumatic was the word I was looking for. Yeah, that too. But, I mean, I don't know why she hit him anyway. I guess he was being a 
crazy, but... Well, it's like the, no, I'm not going to come back. I don't want to mess up your teamwork. I know, and she's like, hold on, I'll be right back because I'm going to murder this moron. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, the conversation should be like, but but it's your teamwork that with Davis that makes Impel Germain happen. Yeah, like, hello, you're leaving us with no support. Yeah. But then, like, I assume it's Davis's plan because it's bad. But they try to get Cody and Ken to work together to destroy this dark tower. And they do. And they're like, this excuse you made is bullshit. Stop. Stop fucking with us. Yeah. I also don't entirely understand. Cody seemed like he was fine with Ken last episode. I don't know why he's suddenly upset this episode. Uh, I don't know. Is I, don't, I think it's less upset and just doesn't want to deal with him in any way because he did all those evil things. Hmm. And then there was, like, the one part where everybody got their drinks back, and they're talking about Ken and Cody, and David's like, well, I think they just need to grow up a little, and then everybody chokes, everybody else chokes. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know if it was just due to Davis saying something smart. I assumed it was like, no, you're the one who needs to grow up, hello. But... But like no, not not really. Hmm. He's not I, the one causing the problem, surprisingly. Yeah. He's not. He was stuck in a tree for a little while, but Well, I mean that happens, I guess. Climbing down trees is hard. Um yes, that can be true. I don't know, like I don't I wouldn't necessarily peg Davis as immature, question mark, maybe? Uh, what? Yeah. I mean, no, not not really, no. What do you mean, not really, no? Right this instant, or generally in his whole life? Because right this instant, maybe not. Uh, I mean, for for the like the last couple episodes. Yeah, I guess. I'm trying to think about the last couple episodes. I mean, it's it's not Davis from from the one episode where he makes Vimon evolve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was kind of the last time he was really stupid. Maybe like meshing with Ken has made him more grown up. Maybe, but like even like being stupid isn't necessarily. I don't know. I, I I put forward the case that maybe I'm I don't know how to word this. I put forward the case that Davis actually has some mental maturity and just never uses it. Hmm. Because like he he has insight and it's generally correct. Yeah, I think he's just an immature child. Like, someday he'll grow up and be better at that stuff. Right now he's just annoying and stupid. I don't know, but, like, I think I think that happened. Because, like, he was the one, like, all gung-ho about, like, getting Ken to come, to come help and stuff. Like, that was in Ken initiative. Or Dave's initiative. Was it or was it Yoli? No, no, no. When they oh, first you mean originally? Originally, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely Davis. Uh, he was really adult during that. I think we're watching them grow up. This is weird. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't think like at this point, Davis is super immature. I don't even really think he was immature before. He was just kind of being a dumbass. <laughs> Which which I think are, are different? Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh... I, I guess it's how you define immaturity, I guess? Yeah. I mean, and if you're doing it to hurt other people, you're more of an asshole. That's why... Davis isn't really an asshole. He's just stupid and young. Right. I don't know. I... I still think it's not 
immature, though, and I can't quantify why I think that. Because I think, like, the emotional intelligence is there, and sometimes he just messes up because Davis messes up sometime. Yeah, I mean, he's he comes clearly from a household where nobody taught him how to do these things. He's kind of figuring it out as it goes. Davis is maybe actually good. Do you feel okay saying that? No, but he's better than Cody. Ouch. I don't know. I think Cody is... I You know, I honestly think that, like, the hormone fairy went and dusted all of them because they're getting, like, weird. I, Cody's, like, angry for no particular reason. No, he's always angry, though. That's, like, consistent. No, I don't know. He, sometimes he just has no personality. Yeah, it's between no personality and being angry. Yeah. Like, if I had to rank the O2 kids in terms of being a character, I would probably go Ken, Yoli, Davis, Cody, Hikari, TK. Okay. I don't know. It, uh, it's interesting. Because they don't do shit with TK ever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He just kind of exists. And Takari got to go to the Dark Ocean, so that happened. Um, Cody just happens to be above those two because he had to learn character traits from the from the older old O one kids. So because the plot demanded it, he had to he had to figure out some character traits. Well, I honestly, I don't know. I keep waiting for Cody to like address some of his issues and become a, a real person but he just doesn't like they don't have that set up for him he just continues to be kind of bland yeah i don't know if that really changes what That's else was there how'd we get here uh, i mean we were talking about davis being okay <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was talking about how I think Davis isn't immature. Yeah. Which maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I think he's getting better. I mean, he's a kid. That's what kids do. They get better right. at stuff. Well, some do. I mean, who? I don't know because I haven't seen the end of the series. Well, I assume you meant kids in general. And I'm like, well, some do. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, do you have anything else to say about this episode? No, it would just be me talking about the the definition of immaturity to figure out how <laughs> to apply it to this situation, because there's nothing else to talk about. So we could do that if you want, or we could talk about Not Atmon really. instead. We could try to figure out what to say about Atmon. Immaturity definition. Um, do do do. A lacking complete growth. A differentiation or development. <laughs> having the potential capacity to obtain a definitive form or state. Exhibiting less than expected degree of maturity. Okay, oh my so I God, was going we're with really going to do this. <laughs> yeah, we're here now. Um, so I was thinking of option C, and so because of of Davis being a a young boy, I put forward the case that he was not exhibiting less than an expected degree. Okay. Um, and that, that's my case. Okay. Also, I think that I said this word wrong in the, in the first in the first definition. Pronounce that word for me. Which word? Oh, the one I differentiation. Put yeah, differentiation. Maybe I did say it right. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that you didn't. So okay. All right, so we did this. I've I've concluded that I think my point is still valid. Okay. Do you accept? I accept. Okay. I guess we can talk about Atmon now. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to give us the synopsis? Not really, but I don't think I get a choice. Nope. 
Does the wiki say anything about this? No, of course it doesn't. Um, uh, wait, wait. Does the other wiki say something about this? It just says Mariparamon, the Atmon of a gourmet app specialized on mega servings, looks for Aerie's help to increase her reviewing skills, but with Aerie too busy with work, Dokemon offers himself to train her instead. I think you just did my job for me. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I mean, I could still go into it if you super want me to. <laughs> I think you should, <laughs> in fact. All right. Can you just like paste that exact thing you just said, though? No. Just so I can read. No. No. no are you sure? Yes. Uh, please. No. Oh. <laughs> um. So this episode was episode thirty of Atman, and you know it was about stuff and things, and you know. Uh, <laughs> Mary Piroman, the Atmon of Gourmet App Specialized on Mega Servings. Oh looks my for god. Eric's help to increase her oh my god. Cheater. <laughs> I know I was stalling until I could find it. Ah. This episode sucks. Yeah, well, and I'm mad because the title of this episode um is Dokamon's Love. Which like Yeah. We'll, that's we'll talk not about that. What happened, and I'm mad. Well, it kind of happens to be a punchline of the joke at the end. Yeah, right, which so is rude. I'm actually going to talk about this episode now, because it's not good. I expect better from Atmon. This legit might be the worst episode of Atmon. Yeah, this was It bad. is down there. But anyway, um, Ari is now good at food reviews, um, which I at first I thought she was just cheating with um, Peoriamon, but apparently... Pyramon was was teaching her, so yes, yay for not cheating. Um, and then they talk about how there's a bunch of different uh, app review mons for different app reviewing services, and there's a bunch of Pyramons. Um, that's a thing. But then uh, Mary Mari Pyramon comes up. I don't even think I'm saying that name right, but I don't care. It's a weird word. Piori, Piori, like uh, Piori. I don't know. Whatever man comes up and ends. Murray, that word, I don't know how to say. And she is the, the app of, like, food challenge food. And she wants Ari to help her train to write good reviews. And is asking Ari instead of Pierre Amon. I've also been mixing and matching Ari's name, too, which whatever. This is what you've come to expect at this point. Um, but it's asking her instead of Pioriman because she wants a woman to do it. Uh, right? and like that that's like what she said. I mean, more or less, yeah. And not so many words, but yes. I mean, like in le- in less words than that, I said it pretty bluntly. Well, no, I mean in different words. She said like that uh she said that, you know, he, she wanted someone who had feeling or something like that. It's like, okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty bad, actually. Yeah, a little um, bit. Okay. I'm glad you agree. Um, but Aries, like, uh, I got a thing, though. I got to go do that. And they're all just standing there. And Dokemon's like, don't worry. I'll do it. And then he goes out. And does like the the two people, the two kids on one note on each other to make one giant person who looks like an adult. I mean, I a very awkwardly shaped adult with a face whatever. sticking out of its shirt. Whatever, it works apparently. <laughs> and then they all do a bunch of food challenges. Uh, Mari Pirayman can't write food reviews. She just talks about how big it was and how long it took to eat, which I feel like would be like what you'd want to see from a food review app that reviews food challenges. I feel like that's actually yeah. relevant information, but the show doesn't, so whatever. Um and then Dokumon's like, man, something's just missing between this. And then he goes to quit for some reason that I don't remember 
because this episode has to end at some point, I suppose. I mean, he's mad because she tells him that he's not very nice or he's not doing a good job or whatever. He's like, yeah, well, F you then. So he leaves. And he goes to quit. But then Ari calls him and is like, hey, how's it going? And he lies. And he's like, oh, it's great. Don't worry about it. So then he goes back. And then magically, Mary Pierreman learns to review food better. And then they go to this one last place to give this one place a good review that was the first place because these people are super wholesome and stuff. But then, like, the truck with the food gets stuck, I guess. And then Which, there's an... Oh, my God. As someone who's worked in the food industry, that was so fl- flipping annoying. Like, you're, you have enough in the store to make the food for the day at all times. Like, if you run out of food, that's, like, a huge, huge problem. So why they don't have the food is beyond me. They're just a shitty store. And also, that's probably why they have these massive meals that nobody needs to eat. Okay, well, someone's upset. Yeah, a little bit. Um, So then this happens, and then there's, like, an Atman infected with the L virus, and Othman just fixes it. It's fine. Um, and then they go back. Um, she gives her final review, uh, kisses Dokuman at some point, and then she goes to what I assume was dying because her app got taken offline. Uh, but then they immediately don't let that happen, and she comes back because the last review was so good. And uh, moral of the story is Dokuman got played. Yeah. Yep. And apparently girls are terrible human beings who, like, don't actually want to be with you, but also don't want you to be with someone else. Um, sure? I mean, because that's what Aerie does at the end. She's like, um, you know, oh, wait, you kissed her? And then she hits him. And it's like, bitch, you were not interested. If you're not interested, you have no right to be upset about him kissing people. I mean, maybe she just expects Dokuman to be more of a gentleman. I, but it's not like he. I'm not even trying to make an excuse for this. With, like, don't don't take that as I'm trying to make an excuse. I'm uh, not. Okay, because no. No, it, it's she's being petty or whatever. Yeah, she is. Well, she's she wants the things that he gives her without having to give him anything in return, which is cruel and selfish. So I, I want to assume that off screen it's it's less not like that. Because like when she calls him in the middle of the episode, like there's genuine like care there. I'm gonna air quote that, but there's like genuine parts that are there. So I think I think the shortcuts they are taking to their relationship is making it lean towards more one way where I don't necessarily think that's how it's supposed to be taken. I don't know. I don't like it. I think even if that's not how it's quote unquote supposed to be taken, that's how a lot of people are going to see it. It's not admirable. That's fair. I don't. I don't got anything to say about this episode. Yeah. Like I, I think this might be like the worst episode of Hatman we've watched. It's pretty bad. And I and I watched the recap episode. <laughs> I, this, like this episode feels like I don't know, maybe like twenty-seven episodes too late. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm like, I'm really unhappy with this episode because it feels like they could have had something valuable here, you know, and then they chose to make it not like they, they had the whole, she needs to get it done because she's dying thing, which like is an overused trope. I'm not disagreeing with that. I mean, if they kept to their stakes though, and she was just dead at the end, I probably would have been a lot more lenient to this episode. Yeah, me too. That's what I'm saying. Like, they bring her back and she's basically like, oh, haha, everything's fine, you know? Oh, did you think I kissed you for real? Ho, ho, ho. And then she leaves. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is this happening? Yeah, I kind of just wanted to stop the episode maybe like two minutes early and been like, okay, 
Yeah, those last two minutes added nothing of value and made me infinitely more angry. Yeah. Like, there there could have been cool. We could have been talking about, like, Atmon death instead. And, like, that would have been interesting. Right. And she's, you know, like, they they also could have, you know, been trying to save her by finding someone to help, you know, bring back her app or whatever. Like, it feels like they could have explored a lot of things. Like, where do Atmon go when they die? And, like, what keeps them from dying? And, you know, et cetera. Like... Seems like there could have been a lot more value to this episode. I agree, but there wasn't. No. No, there really it was, was not. Just a montage of eating food. There's a weird L virus part in the end, but Offman just solves that. Yeah, it was that was also annoying. It's like, oh, we're just gonna have this little fight over here. Okay, we're done. Like, oh, the food can't get here on time. Why on earth are your doors open then? <laughs> You're waiting for the food? Uh, I feel like it wasn't even needed. No, no, it was useless. And the only point was, I don't know, maybe to get Dokamon away for a minute, which also, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what they were doing. I didn't like it. I agree. And, like, I generally try to like things. (laughs) So admirable quality and like it's not i mean it's bad but like there there were ideas there like like the part where she died that's that's an interesting idea for atmon and i wish we could have talked about it yeah i don't know if they were like oh it's a kid's show we can't have people die you know maybe they could have sent her to the old folks home then or something that would have been interesting i feel like they could have just dealt with death also that i mean being a kid show doesn't mean you you have to talk down to kids unless you're an american kids show and then yes yeah but if you're if you're an american young adult book series they don't give a fuck (laughs) is that in reference to something specific i mean that's just in reference to how fucked up animorphs becomes oh animorphs yes yes Although I'm sad that I, that podcast is over now. I can't listen to it anymore because I finished it. It's uh, complete. Yeah. Sorry. That series gets fucked up, though. Yeah, which was great. Yeah. Like, that's a good thing. Yeah. I am putting forward that we should let kids deal with the mature themes. Well, I think it's better to have them deal with them when they're young and be prepared for what life is like than it is to pretend like none of that stuff actually happens and everything's hunky-dory until suddenly it's not. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Animorphs was a story about war, and kids should maybe learn about that. Agreed. Um, and next time on our pro-Animorphs podcast... I'm just pro-books podcast. Yeah, interesting. Okay. I'm not anti-books, for the record. I am very pro-books. Yeah. Did you know uh the the Goosebumps writer guy specifically goes out of his way to make sure that um that any of the scary stuff or any of the conflict stuff is never with like the family or parental figures cuz he doesn't want to introduce like a real element of like of something that would like be fuck I messed up this explanation. But to like not have the scary part be like the family is is dysfunctional in some way. It's so it's Why? to make sure that the kids real. are afraid of something that isn't real. Okay, cool. Except for all of us who that was real. <laughs> right, but it was like um to to allow escapism. Okay, okay, I can see that. Uh when I was a kid though, I was such a chicken. I had a really hard time with those books, but they're really well written for kids' books. So I would read the first part to where the scary stuff happened and I would give the book to my sister and then she would read it and tell me where the scary stuff ended and then I would read the last part of it. Okay. <laughs> we had a very good system. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Weird little kids. We also had a system for eating pizza where I would eat the doughy bottom part, she would eat the crust and the cheese and then I would eat the toppings. 
Okay. But the crust is the best part. I don't really like the crust still. I know. Controversial opinion. I mean, it's it's your opinion. You're allowed to have it. I'm Aww. not even going to say it's wrong. Even though it is. <laughs> no. I'm not even going to say that either. Wow, look at you being so tolerant. I know. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza? Um, I'm pro-pineapple on pizza. Oh, interesting. As am I. I've converted a few people who were like... And I, I'm always like, I understand. It sounds weird. But it's real good. It's been around for a while. Like, Canadian pizza has been a thing forever. Yeah. It's called Hawaiian, though, isn't it? Fuck. I mean, yeah. Isn't it called both, actually? No, it's, uh, you're thinking of the Canadian bacon that's on there. It's Maybe. Canadian bacon and pineapple, which is a Hawaiian pizza. Which, which also which most is Canadian so bacon isn't Canadian bacon, it's just ham, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. We don't know the difference. I know the difference. Oh, well. There's one of you. I know the difference also, but I don't eat it, so. That's fair. Um. I don't have any other thoughts about <laughs> anything either. i guess nothing else to say that i mean we, we've tangent anyway. a bunch the beginning of this episode's real weird not like the episode of atmon but like the the beginning of this podcast oh <laughs> maybe because you were just going off places when talking about o2 yeah sorry listeners it was we didn't have good material to work with today. Yeah. I will also admit that something on on my internet browser had caught my eye and I was trying to resolve that while you were talking about O2 stuff. Oh, okay. I've revealed the secret. I apologize. <laughs> you weren't paying attention to me? It's fine. No, I was definitely paying attention because I realized how weird it was. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I, I, I guess I'm throwing contra points in the show notes this week. Yes. Yes. My mission has been accomplished. Okay. There was a new one from like two days ago, too. Yeah, it's or- good. You should watch it. I already did. Oh, well, good for you. <laughs> yep. Maybe I meant the listeners. Listeners, you should listen to Conrad. No, you definitely meant me. I did. But now I mean everyone. Um. Anyway, you can find us on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com. Where there are links to everything else. Oh, we had an email from Fletch. We'll we'll do it next week, I guess. Oh, we can do it this week. We have ten minutes left in our hour. Um, we could. I have to. Do, do you want to read it? You can read it. Uh, um, I, sure. I will place, you... paste it to you, and you can read it. <laughs> okay. Um. Here, I'm going to put it in this chat that Fletch can also see. (laughs) He'll be excited. Okay. All right. Hello there, sir, madam, and any others roped into this sham of a show. I have a nitpick about your 98th episode in which you complained about podcast editing being too challenging over the ability to reverse and loop a flute noise, which is also the way the villain in Android Kickator? Kickator. Kickider controls robots via flute, and our tragically naff hero has to drown out the sounds to do anything ever. So my question is, which of these little assholes is going to go full Euro, hero, hero, Jiro, and begin showing up, playing themselves into into scene with a guitar? Follow up: Why didn't he realize after the first time it worked that he could just start his dirt bike and be fine? What an idiot! Who in the Digimon cast would dirt bike around and break their leg like a Toku protagonist? Davis. Well, the yeah. last part to me. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, the answer is Davis, though. The answer is Davis. Yeah. Davis would be the one who'd be like, I should get a motorcycle. And then he would also be the one who would break his legs. Yes. And he would also play himself into a scene with a guitar. If if Davis had a guitar, he would 100%. No, yeah. I, I think like he'd have Vimon play, play Davis in. Oh, they're even better, yes. Because Vimon would be like, hell yeah, let's do this. And he didn't realize that he could just start his dirt bike and be fine because 
Uh, that's a waste of gas. And so he was trying to find something else to do. Yeah. He's uh, a, uh, he cares about the planet. Yeah. Thanks, Fletch. Yeah, thanks, Fletch. Also, sorry about my comments that have upset you, apparently. Yeah. I, think I also want to point out that all those things I complained about last episode with editing, I just did in the last episode of of Journey Through the DecaCast. So <laughs> I legit proved myself wrong. Well, there you go. <clears throat> okay. Are you ready for a haiku? Uh, yes. Haiku me. Oh, Blackware Greymon. Stubborn and independent. What luck for the kids. Okay. Not not your best, but I'll take it. it. Didn't have much to work with. That's entirely true. And to be fair, the one I had before this, this is the second one I wrote. The one I had before I was talking about Cody and Ken, and then I was like, Garrett doesn't want to hear that, so I made it. No, I, I want to hear this one, actually. Well, Lay it's it on gone me. now, because <laughs> I got rid of it. But let me hear about your, your fan fiction via haiku <laughs> about Cody and Ken. I don't have it anymore, so... Well... Um... The Digivolution is definitely not immature. No. Because it's ev- evolution. You get yeah. it? There it's you almost go. A, it's a play on something. It's a <laughs> literary term, you know? I don't know which one. You have to figure it out, but <laughs> definitely probably one of them. All right. Cool. Uh, good, good time. And goodbye. And stop.